Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you? Happy Friday. So glad to be able to hang out with you on Fridays. You know, Fridays around here, we call them open phone in Friday. So anything you want to talk to me about today is fair game. Any question, any topic, I am here to serve you today. It's all about you. Call in talk 888 432 7434. I am your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. The way we normally roll is marriage Mondays, tough topic Tuesdays, wisdom Wednesdays, theological Thursdays, and then today open phone in Friday. Did you get my free inspirational text this morning? Sure hope you're inspired by that. If you want to give me a call, now's the time to do it. 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's bow for a word of prayer, give our time over to the Lord, and then let's have a good hour together as we get to kick it right here in the nation's capital, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So there you have it, a big footprint for real talk. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this week. Thank you for the weekend that's coming before us, and we just pray, God, that even in this hour we'd have a good time connecting with one another, learning together, and just stretching one another along the way. For it is in the name of Jesus we commit our time to you. Everyone said together, amen and amen. Well, a couple other ways to get a hold of me during the show or even after the show. Uh, Andersonspeaks.com is my website there with uh, my sponsors. And, of course, Embrace Gracism, my favorite website. We can learn what it means to be a gracist. You can even register and sign up to say, I'm with you, Doc. Uh, I want to be a gracist, too. And I'm committed to the seven principles of gracism about sharing with one another and honoring one another and lifting one another up covering one another i'm, I'm committed to it so if you want to say that to me uh register to say i'm in all right that's embrace gracism.com and of course one of the things you can always do is just download my app gracism is the app and that way you always have it on your phone and whenever you open the app you'll see a little phone icon at the bottom all you got to do is push that, and it calls me directly right here in the studio every day uh, during the show. So that's pretty cool, right? All right. Let me give you my number again. Uh, my phone lines are open, so now is a good time to get in uh, where you fit in, especially before everybody else uh, starts uh, calling and stuff. You may have a question about 
uh, race or religion or relationships or finances or business. However, I can help you build a bridge to a better future, build a bridge to a better you, uh, build a bridge between you and someone else or someone's else. Guess what? That's why I'm here and that's what I'm committed to. So let's get started. Let's kick the show off in uh, Hedgeville, West Virginia. Hello, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing, Anonymous? Hello, Dr. Anderson. Uh, I really respect the work that you do, and God continue to bless you, I pray. Thank you so much. My question is, somewhere, uh, years ago, I don't recall, but I get the impression, or am I wrong, in the Bible, does it say that you really shouldn't go over to the Holy Land? Uh, Kind of a crazy question, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know of anywhere in the Scripture that says you should not go over to the Holy Land. Uh, I'm not sure where that comes from or who uh, may have uh, seen a verse like that. If somebody knows of that verse, uh, they can always give me a call, but I've never seen that and I've never heard that before, Anonymous. Do you remember where you heard it? Uh, well, it, it was from uh, uh, one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. She was had an invitation to go to the Holy Land, and she said that in the Bible it stated that it was, you know, that you should never to go there because mm-hmm. it's, and it wouldn't be like the same as in Jesus' day. Huh. So I just figured I'd call and well, ask you. Well, I'm glad you did. As nothing I, I've notified in the scriptures that tell us anything about uh, not going anywhere geographically on the uh, on the uh, land. There was only one place that humans were not allowed to uh, take from, and that was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they ate from that tree, and they were banned from that property. But other than that, uh, we're free to go anywhere. Uh, we can go with the passport. <laughs> so, uh, especially the Holy Land. Hol- Holy Land's absolute, absolutely beautiful. I've taken 85 people there. I've baptized 22 people there, including my wife in the Jordan River. And uh, there's a lot of great history as well as our own uh, faith uh, and the connection with uh, Jesus walking the grounds there. So if you get a chance to go, I would say go for it, okay? Okay, I appreciate that. All right, blessings to you. That's anonymous in West Virginia. Well, what question do you have? What comment do you have about uh, the topic of the day? And do you know what that topic is? You. You're the topic. It's all about you. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever question you have uh, from the scriptures or regarding politics or business or money, that's why I'm here today to kick it with you. I'm a pastor. I am a uh, uh, somewhat of a businessman, man, not too much business, but uh, nonprofit work as well as leadership. I am a husband of Amber for, uh, I guess this May will make it uh, 28 years. My goodness, she's old, isn't she? And then uh, also (laughs) we have three kids, uh, two boys and a girl. And so, uh, you know, again, we're not perfect uh, married couple. We're not perfect parents and surely not a perfect pastor and don't have a perfect church. So if you want to talk to somebody like that, well, then you got them. I can kick it with you. If you need somebody that's uh, really an expert on those issues and areas, then uh, I'm sure there's some other great pastors to call, but don't come this way because I'm going to keep it real with you based on what I know from the scriptures and based on what I have experienced in my life. So there you have it. I'm going to run to my commercial break, and as soon as I get back, I'm taking your phone calls. So now would be a great time to get in while the lines are open. So then as soon as I get back from my break, I can run to you. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. 
IRS-backed taxes? Or do you have questions on the new tax laws and the surging tax identity theft? Joseph Associates CPA is an experienced tax accounting firm that could represent your interests and prepare your tax returns with guaranteed peace of mind. Please visit josephassociatescpa.com. That's josephassociatescpa.com or call 301-915-6474. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. It's fine. smelly basement and let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate 500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement Fix. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text-piration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Happy Friday! It's Real Talk with me. I'm David Anderson, and a big shout-out to Eric Lazama on my Facebook page. He says, hello, everyone. Northern Virginia loves your show, Dr. Anderson. We love you back, Eric. And then uh, uh, we also have Rocky Graves. Hello to you. And Sean Bloomhall Logan, DA, show us the way. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate you. And, of course, I'm on uh, YouTube Live as well. Just put in Anderson Speaks. Find me there. Hit subscribe, Okay. We had a great week, didn't we? Marriage Monday, we talked about masculinity in marriage. What does masculinity in marriage look and feel like to you? On Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about tough guys, masculinity again, 
what does it mean to be a man in 2019, 20, and so on. Wisdom Wednesday, that was great. We had uh, Maria Weaver on. She's a certified residential specialist for real estate. She's a real estate professional. So we talked about the real deal about real estate, your greatest investment when it comes to uh, purchasing and buying. And uh, she loved my listeners. My listeners loved her. If you need a real estate agent in the Maryland area, uh, you're probably not going to get anybody better than the award-winning Maria Weaver. She's a bilingual Spanish and English as well. So if you want to give her a call, her number is 443 656-0687. Let me give you her number again. Maria Weaver, 443-656-0687 if you want some real estate uh, consulting and advice. Now, if you want to call me, I've got one line left, so let me give it to you, and then I'm going right back to the phone lines. My number is 888-432-7434. It's open phone in Friday. Anything you want to ask me or talk about is fair game. Let's go to Fort Washington, Maryland, and go to Natalie, who's on the line. Hi, Natalie. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? I'm just wondering what your thoughts are regarding um, how do you respond to people who have um, different philosophical beliefs. Um, I'll just paint a brief picture. I had an interesting conversation with a colleague who experienced a medical condition, um, and so as a result is having some residual effects from that. And so um, this colleague often referenced inability to do certain things because of this condition, Mm -hmm. and I did not realize that I was offending them by constantly saying things of the nature of, okay, well, I recognize that, but let's, you know, don't don't use that as a crutch or... Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't have to be your situation all the time. Mm-hmm. Just kind of frame it in, in a positive um, light without mm-hmm. being so overt about faith and spirituality or what have you. Mm-hmm. And so they question me about that in terms of why do I always say that? It almost seems like I'm negating their experience. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, it, you know, I tried to explain, and I did finally just say, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, mm-hmm. I recognize your physical experience, mm-hmm. not negating the medical condition. It, it, it has happened, mm-hmm. and I understand the, the course of your this illness, but it doesn't necessarily have to be your reality if you, if you change the way you think or your outlook or your mm-hmm. perspective on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And so just wondering, you know, what your thoughts and how do you respond to situations and such? Well, a couple things going on. First of all, I know you're speaking in code, so I'm not getting the real specifics. Uh, but I think uh, if you could be even more specific. But let me go with what I th- think you're saying. Oh. Bottom line is if this person didn't ask you for their, for your opinion, I wouldn't give it to them. And so just be empathetic and be supportive. But at the end of the day, unless they're asking you, hey, listen, I'm dealing with this struggle. What do you think I should do? Then – you give them your opinion, and it's okay to give your opinion, even though it may, uh, uh, if, if you're a little too uh, insensitive, not knowing what their situation is, it may offend them. And you want to try not to offend people if you don't have to. So you can just say, hey, this is my opinion. It may not be right, but this is what I'm thinking. So it doesn't come off as judgmental or this is what Christianity says or the Bible says or whatever like that. So that's sort of a general answer. Now, if you want to get more specific, tell me what the surgery was and what they can't do. So they experienced a stroke, and so as a result, they have some um, challenges with memory, which okay. I completely understand that is a reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I am aware of that. But when they are unable to do things, um, they will say, oh, you know, 
because of this, you know, I had the stroke because I had the stroke because oh, I had like, the stroke. Like an excuse. Um, I'm sorry? Like an excuse. Yes, uh-huh. and I guess my response stems from I've seen you do other things, and it doesn't seem to impact you in those arena. But when it comes to here, that's always <laughs> your go-to explanation. And so I, right. so I just, and I, I can see how I came across insensitive, and I, right. you know, I apologize and recognize that me making those kind of yeah. positive statements. Now, to be offensive. Now, you were calling them out. Because, you know, they asked me, why do I do that? Now, you were calling them out. That's what you were doing. What were they supposed to be doing <laughs> that they said they couldn't do because of the stroke? I'm just curious. I'm curious now. <laughs> well, we're having a conversation about the work, and it requires you to recall historical information. Like, remember, you know, when we're talking to someone, right. they said X, Y, and Z, and they're right. always like, oh, I don't remember that, you know, because my memory. Oh, I don't remember gotcha. that because of my memory. <laughs> And it's like, but you remember when okay, you're gonna get that. You paycheck. remember to come to work, though. Yeah, you remember when you're gonna get that paycheck. Okay, so bottom line, I think you just kind of leave them alone. I mean, if they really have a memory issue and they want help, like how can I do this better? Say, write it down, so just in case you don't remember. I almost play into it. Hey, listen, next time I don't want you to like forget because of the stroke and all. So why don't you write this down so you can refer to it? <laughs> I mean, maybe it's something like that. But at the end of the day, you just called them out and it, it made them feel bad. So you just kind of apologize and. And move on. But I can imagine if I was a fly on the wall, I probably would have been laughing at the time. But that's because you don't really believe them. That's what the issue is. And you may be right. Maybe they are using it as an excuse. Or maybe they're right in that there's certain things they do remember and certain things they don't remember. But instead of calling them out anymore, what I would do is just go with it and maybe try to help them remember things by writing them down or something like that. That's At, at, the, at the end of the day, why offend them over it? Let them, let them deal with it. What do you think? That sounds good to me. There you go. I'll stay out of trouble. They, they're very good. If you find yourself about to get in trouble again, you call me. Let me uh, let me walk you back a little bit, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Will do. All right, Natalie. Thanks for calling from Fort Washington, Maryland. Hey, let's go to Fredericksburg, Virginia. We've not been there today. Hi, Don. It's David Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. I love your show, and God bless you. Thank you, sir. I love you back. What are you thinking? Um. I just lost a family pet, Aww. and I'm wondering, do our pets go to heaven? Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. What kind of pet did you lose? Cat, dog? Um, a lab. Oh, my gosh. Her name was Grace. I'm so sorry. Labs are beautiful. Was it a brown or a black lab? It was a white lab. A white lab. So unique. Yellow. Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, my friend, I'm so sorry. Um. So, so far as them going to heaven or not, I think when it comes to animals, they just cease to exist. So it's not going to heaven, not going to hell or anything like that. They're just at peace. They cease to exist. Now, does that mean there'll be no animals in heaven? I can't say that because there were animals in the garden. And there are also kind of texts that talk about lions laying down with lambs. And, you know, it is a bit poetic. But still, I like to think that uh, they're going to be animals in heaven uh, because, you know what, in the garden, everybody was hanging out and the nature was so beautiful and nobody was biting anybody or eating anybody. So I think that uh, if God were to create a new heaven and a new earth, maybe there'll be a lot of animals uh, there. But the resurrection of old animals, I see nowhere uh, in the scripture. So I don't know if you're going to see your lab again, or if we're going to see several of our, you know, animals that we buried in the backyard again. So I wouldn't put that hope there where I'd put your hope is the memory that you have. Uh, and the fact that God, uh, gave you such a wonderful, loving, 
uh, experience with your lab and go ahead and grieve the loss because that is a big, big loss. She's not laying there at your feet or right next to you anymore. That's a loss. And it's okay to grieve it. It's, oh, yeah. o- it's okay to cry about it. I know a lot of people think it's crazy to cry over pets, but a lot of them may not have uh, been loved by pets or love pets to such a degree. They don't even understand that, you know, you kind of get used to that dumb old dog hanging out there and, and licking you and, and not judging you no matter what, <laughs> you know, so. I know they're their family. Yeah, they sure are. So I am sorry for your loss, Don, okay? Yes, sir. Hey, blessings to you. Thanks for calling in. Lord, I lift up Don, and I just pray uh, that you would give him comfort and let him know, God, he's not crazy, and uh, we just pray that you would give him uh, your company during these days. In Jesus' name, amen. I know it sounds weird for you, those of you who are not pet owners. Uh, you know, we weren't big on pets for a while, but then we had kids. Uh, now I'm not quite sure what we're big on more, the pets or the kids. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we probably had 14 animals at some point. When uh, we had these kids, we had everything from mice to my mom still talks about when I was growing up, we had birds and mice. But anyway, in our household, we've had every kind of it seems like every kind of animal. But we definitely have uh, a few dogs and a cat. And I think they're all a part of the family if they could just learn how to clean up after themselves. Now, I'm talking about the kids. All right. 888-432-7434. Let me go to Anonymous in Washington, D.C., Hi, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Um, my question is just for the believer, the Christian who do not belong to a church mm-hmm. and tithing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do not belong to a church, I ha- I've heard um, my friend who's like uh, in seminary school state that you're still supposed to tithe 10%. Mm-hmm. However, I do tithe, but it's not to a church. I'll mm-hmm. find like a random missionary who may need support and get 10% right. there because I feel as though I don't belong to a specific church. Yeah. Why do I have to give my 10% to a specific church if I yeah. don't belong to one? Yeah. And also, does it always have to tithing always have to be in the form of money? Can it be mm-hmm. in the form of um, your activities or giving um, community service, yeah. or does it always have to be in the form of money? What a great question. Thank you so much. So, so first of all, um, why are you not in a church? You just haven't found a good one or what? Well, my husband and I, we met, we're military and we've moved a lot and we haven't really got settled in to find a church. We're actually moving again in the next month. I understand. So always, you know, yeah. we're not able to find a community. Yeah, that's unfortunate. If you so do, if sometimes, you, um, yeah, so if you do I'm find sorry, a, the, the thing that my, mm-hmm. Go ahead. The friend, that, the thing that my friend told me, I gave ten percent of my what I would consider a tithe to a waitress. Okay. And they, he he stated that that that's not a tithe. You yeah. can't just give ten percent to some random person and call that a tithe. Yeah. So <clears throat> different thoughts on this. Here's my thought: You're giving ten percent to the Lord. All right. And so that's where it begins. Yeah. It, it's a it's a tithe you're giving to the Lord. Ten percent you're giving to the Lord, and you can give it to the Lord by giving it to a homeless person, giving it to a, a shelter, giving it to uh, a a ministry somewhere you can do that now if you're a part of a church that church is your spiritual home so your first commitment should be to the place that's feeding you and so i think it's important to give 10 percent or even more whatever the lord lays on your heart give it to a church to help that church home continue to do the great work they're doing because god does work through uh, through the local church. So I'd agree in that it should go to a church, but it should be the church that, that you guys go to. Now, if you don't have a church you should, you go to, 
then I think giving other ways is just fine. But if you have a spiritual home, Scripture talks about bringing in your increase to the storehouse. And so to God's house, I think is important. Now, if you move from one area to another and you don't find a new membership wherever you move to, then I would say just continue to give your offerings to the last church that you were in, that you were under their cover until you find a new covering. But if you don't even have that situation, Anonymous, I would just continue to give to the Lord the way you're led. Don't worry about the other person's uh, viewpoint. Uh, that is their viewpoint, and I get it. But at the end of the day, giving's between you and the Lord. And so your money that that is your increase needs to go to the Lord. And if it goes to the Lord, uh, then he's bigger than even the church. Now, last thing I'll say is volunteering your service is not tithing. It's serving. And giving and serving are two different things, so you can't substitute the two. And i got to run, but I'm coming back, and so thank you so much for hanging out with me. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Rise up from your past, it's holding you down. This moment is all that matters, the future is now. How will the people know if we don't tell them? If we fail them, they stumble in the dark, but the light is what we carry, yeah. Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my mom. She had them, I got them, and not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked me, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. What they're doing with lasers these days is unbelievable. The staff made me feel so comfortable and the results, well, even my husband has noticed. Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them, and you can trust them too. The best part, my insurance covered the procedure, so stop hiding your legs. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-885-2900. 800-885-2900. That's 800-885-2900. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. My Giza sheets also include full 21-inch wide pillowcases that will fit over any pillow and deep pocket sheets that will fit over any mattress. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-3636 to get your very own MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets. Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. Use promo code WAVA and Mike will give you 30% off plus free shipping. That's right, 30% off and free shipping with promo code WAVA. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, Everyone's talking about Better Together, the exciting new talk show by women and for women airing daily on TBN Television Network. Join host Lori Crouch and some awesome women of faith in action. Better Together is a fast-moving 30 minutes of honest, engaging conversation about all sorts of issues. No topic is off limits. That's what Better Together is all about. Living, loving, and growing in God's grace together as friends and family. Join in weekdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific for Better Together, exclusively on TBN. 
Are you an unhappy timeshare owner? Getting out of your timeshare is probably at the top of your to-do list. Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. Now that the annual maintenance fees are coming due, you probably wish you had a way to get out of that burdensome and expensive timeshare. Thankfully, we can help. Our process is done legally, ethically, and quickly. Call today for a no-obligation consultation at 833-594-0077 or visit us online at LoneStarTransfer.com. I'm answering my Facebook messages. Rosalind Jackson, thank you. Melissa Alvarez, thanks for your question. Dr. Anderson, I was wondering what your take on this is. When we die, do we go right to heaven or do we go into sleep until Jesus comes back? And I just was writing her back. I said, Melissa, I believe we are immediately transported into the presence of God. But even if we aren't, the next time we open our eyes, we will be in his presence. So that's good news. Hello, Linda, Genti, Isker, Zach. Good to see you as always. Happy Friday and blessings to you uh, as well. If you want to talk to me on Facebook, I'm on for the rest of the show. So just go to Ad Anderson Speaks. Holler at me. I'll holler directly back to you. Okay, my number here is 888-432-7434. It's open phone in Friday. Anything you want to ask me, let's do it, okay? Uh, let me go to... Ta'ani, and who's on the road in Maryland. Hi, Ta'ani. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, Dr. Anderson. I'm fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did I say your name okay, or did I butcher it? Well, actually, you made it sound pretty, pretty good. <laughs> it's Tiani. Tiani. You know what? I like that even better. <laughs> Tiani. They tried to spell it out phonetically yeah. for me, and I still messed it up. But I like the way you said Tiani. That's so much better. So I, I like how you said it, too. Maybe there you it's go. Be my auto ego. There you go. You got it. You just, just say it the way Dr. <laughs> Anderson says it. How's that? <laughs> yeah, Tiani. Right. Mm-hmm. So hey, what you, Dr. Anderson. What you, you know thinking? What? I want to know what you think about this, um, and I'm going to tell you why I want to know what you think about the R. Kelly situation. Oh, I may Lord. be the only person for you for R. Kelly right now. <laughs> oh, I may be the only friend for him, but, but I, I'm telling you why I ask you what you okay. think, because I believe that God has called me to pray for celebrities uh-huh. that are in distress, because a lot of times they just don't have the wherewithal they're so out of touch with spirituality. Right. So are we supposed to be concerned about some of these affairs? Because I'm really praying for him. I, I have my own opinion. You know, it's really messy. And I'm praying for everybody in the situation. But I really think mm. he's prayer. So mm. what do you think? Well, I believe I can fly. I'm just, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. People probably don't even know what that means, but you know what I mean when I say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> he sung that song. Yes. My kids and me used to sing that to Space Jam all the time. Okay, oh, so, God. Well, he, well we, no doubt about it, he's very talented. He's yeah. very brilliant. Yeah. So at no the, doubt about that. At the end of the day, he's, he's conflicted. He's confused. He's compromised. He's got many women coming out against him. He probably did a lot of wrong and a lot of dirt. He sings a lot of dirt. It's not all, I believe I can fly for kids. Usually if, the, if you've gone to any of his concerts or see him on stage, it's all very, very sexual. Here's the problem. You got these girls. Wow. You've got these girls who are going into his hotel room knowing he's singing about bumping and grinding and all this other stuff. Yes. Like, I want you to do this to me and do that to me. And then these girls are going to go to the hotel room. What do they think? He's going to have a Bible study with them? And so, you know, right. I, I, surely I feel 
uh, that it's wrong to be doing this to young girls, but they're they're crazy too to think that they can go to this man's room after all he's doing out there gyrating on the stage yeah. and then go back to his hotel room and, and not expect him uh, to want to do something. Because what are they gonna, is going to happen? I mean, come on. So they know what's going right. on. Uh, and so now here it's years later and, you know, 20 years later, 30 years later saying, you know, right. I was 15 and, and this will happen. Listen, I'm not here to judge them. I don't know what pain they've gone through because of it. And I surely don't know what he's done. But I think your position is a beautiful one. And that's the position of a gracist. And that's what I try to teach. But you're showing me what that looks like right now. And that is gracism is praying not only for the victims, but also praying for him because he himself is a victim of his own uh, confusion and his own uh, addictions. And so I think praying for him as well as others is really the the gracest thing to do. So way to go. Wow. You said that so beautifully and you're absolutely right. Now I, you know, I know he was uh, not found guilty of the, they say he was messing with the minors, but mm-hmm. here they are bringing it up again. And like you said, you have adults, you know, women, mm-hmm. maybe they thought it was going to lead to marriage. So it's like, okay, what's going on here? What's right. really going on here? But right. I think you, I, I think you said that well. I would continue to pray for yeah. him as well as all of them. No, nah, that's yeah. good. Have a great weekend. Hey, blessings to you, my sister. Good to meet you, Tiani on the air and I would just say celebrities in general I can see why you need to pray for them because what happens is they're put on pedestals anyway and you got everybody coming at them you know I had Evander Holyfield here just about a weekend ago at my church and you know spending the weekend with him eating and talking and everything like that just people coming up from everywhere um and and yes he has 11 kids yes he's had three wives yes all this is true uh and there's no excuse except Every day, all day, you got people throwing themselves at you saying you can have whatever you want, whenever you want it, wherever you want it. And so you need uh, spiritual men and women in your life to help uh, put those guardrails around you because that temptation is great all the time. It's true for it's true for basketball players and football players. Just it's true for pastors as well. But like basketball players and football players, you know, I think of Kobe Bryant, you know, and, you know, he's in his room with some gal. Why are you in his room? You, you know, I mean, I, I want to scream to the women and say, look, I, I know they shouldn't be putting their hands on you, but why are you going to his room to have a drink? What do you think? Like, y'all going to get married? I mean, what are you thinking? You know, and so I would just say to my sisters out there, yes, they're celebrities. Yeah, they handsome or whatever. And yes, they got a lot of money. But don't let that blind you to the degree that you think that they're not going to try to do something because they still men. Okay. I'm going to break after that one. Woo! It must be open phone in Friday. 888-843-4. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? Now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. 
when asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's open phone in Friday. Y'all are talking to me on Facebook Live. Thanks a lot. Anita Gibson Edu says, um, well, you know what? She asked a question <clears throat> about uh, having a loved one live with her, and that loved one is making a, a good amount of money every every month, but they don't want to contribute. What I would say is if they don't want to contribute, they don't really want to live with you. Okay, there you have it. If uh, they want to contribute and they want to live with you, then let them live with you, care for them. Uh, But uh, if they're not willing to pay anything and they have the ability to pay it, uh, then let them pay for someone else to take care of them. That's my two cents on that. And uh, Vita Mensa says she loves the show. Have a blessed weekend. Back at you. Uh, dear one and Barbara Hansen, thanks a lot for praying for my message. You and hubby mail uh, this week. I spoke about masculinity last week. I'm going to speak about femininity this weekend, uh, and then gender identity the following weekend. The name of the series is the splendor of gender. So woo, we stepping into stuff, friends. Okay. Here's my number. 888-432-7434. All right. Let me go to anonymous in Waldorf, Maryland. Hi, anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Okay, um, I would just like to share that I'm a parent of a loving young man that was murdered a couple months ago. Hmm. And I've never lost my faith. I know my son has gone to be with the Lord. Hmm. And the the best thing... Well, I know I have a wonderful relationship with God, Mm. and the best thing that has honestly ever happened to myself and my family is converting from Muslim to Christian. Mm. And being saying all that, it has given me 
okay, it's crazy that I still worry about my son and he's not here. Mm. And it's given me an, like an urge to study the Bible, and not just the Bible, but mm. every religion a little bit more than I did before. Okay. And in all religions, I have found that everyone has a story of the big flood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though everyone has their myths and their stories, um, of course, I believe in the Bible, mm-hmm. I still do not see anything in history that takes a gap between the times that this has happened. Mm-hmm. And to me right now, wisdom and education is everything. Yeah. I feel as I am an advocate for the Lord and mm-hmm. that he will shine truth, and not just truth, but so many other lives to be saved with mm-hmm. this situation that's happened to my son. Yeah. So on that note, I just like to be affirmative of what I speak to amongst my peers mm-hmm. and what I share with them. So for this to be a question, we're we're young, everyone's like in their 30s, mm-hmm. and we all do listen to each other. And at this time right now, I feel as if I need a little bit more wisdom to have everyone still connected with me and God, because mm-hmm. I don't want to speak on the wrong things. I don't want information that's not right. So my sure. question to you is, what could you direct me to? Maybe a scripture, maybe a book, okay. something that can give me a little bit more stability where I'm at right now with yeah. this being a question. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm so sorry that you lost your son, and I pray God's given you the comfort, and it sounds like he's given you a lot of grace to get through that. So praise the Lord, okay? Yeah. By the way, how old? If it wasn't for that, I honestly don't know where I'd be. How old was your boy? He was 20 years old. Oh, praise God. Mike, tell, I tell you what, that's just, I got a 21-year-old, I got a 19-year-old, I'm with you, dear sister. I just pray he continues to give you that strength, Okay. Now, to to your question, Uh, there's a book called Evidence That Demands a Verdict by Josh McDowell. I'll say it again. The title of the book is Evidence That Demands a Verdict by Josh McDowell. It's an old classic, but it still answers these questions in a very practical and historical way. And I think it will be helpful to you, not just with regard to the flood, but it will be helpful to you with regard to the historicity of the Bible uh, and many other questions that sometimes people have with regard to Christianity. Um, also, okay. And what is your take on that? Well, I think the flood happened. I've, I've a long time ago said uh, science just needs to catch up to what the word of God already says, because it always does. For instance, you know, uh, they say now based on the DNA of the genome project, we all come from one set of parents. No, duh. We always knew that from the Bible, but it took them till, uh, you know, the 21st century to agree with the Bible. And so if there's something that doesn't agree with the Bible, I don't think, well, my goodness, then something must be wrong with the Bible. No, I say, my goodness, science just hasn't caught up yet, but they will. And they'll end end up affirming what the Bible has said. So if there's no, let's say, geological proof that there was a flood that doesn't in any way um, somehow jeopardize my faith in God's word. It just means the Bible hasn't caught up yet. I mean, the science hasn't caught up yet. And on that note, and I do think like that. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be lost in my thinking, as you know, because yeah. that is the fact. Like I, I discussed that with my mother all the time. Yeah. My mother's like, "Look, babe, you know, if Moses said this and they said yeah. that, it doesn't matter. The word of God has never changed." That's and right. I do understand that, but again, it just goes back to having. Of you know confirmation of what I'm believing and 
understanding yeah. I want to have right now. Well, I got a great yeah. resource for you. On uh, March 27th and through the 29th of this year, 2019, there's a conference in Baltimore called BioLogos. It's a bunch of scientists, geologists, uh, astronomers uh, who are Christian that have looked at science and scripture to give a scientific view of what uh, is happening in the world, both the past and the future. I think you would love this conference. Amazing. Yeah, it's called yeah, the, it's called the Bio. Yep, the Bio Logos Conference. And let me tell you an easy way to get information: just text the word "conference" to four seven four seven four seven. So it's real easy: four seven four seven four seven three times. Text the word conference to 474747, and they can send you the information on when, where, cost, and all that. I'll be there for a bit myself. And so if you see Dr. David Anderson somewhere, grab me, say, hey, I'm the, the lady that was talking to you on the radio, you know, about this. But I think you'll really love this conference. It's right going gonna, gonna to be right on the Inner Harbor there in Baltimore. It sounds very interesting. I mean, I'm sure I have a lot more questions, and I'd probably be a bugaboo. Yeah, it would be, this is a great place for them. Line, but I do appreciate it. This is a great place for it. So thank you so much, my dear one. May the Lord bless you and be with you from Waldorf, Maryland. Uh, let me run over to Hyattsville, Maryland. I grew up there for a while. Hello, uh, Ken. How are you today? Hey, Ken. Turn your radio down and holler at me. Going once, going twice. All right, Ken, I got to keep moving. Let's go to Linda in Burke, Virginia. Hi, Linda. Are you there? Hey, Dr. Anderson. Hi. Good show today. Thank you. How are you? Um, I'm good. Good. I have a question I wondered about for years, and I just never brought it up. Okay. Um, when Jesus died on the cross, mm-hmm. they say that he descended into hell, and mm-hmm. I don't really know, like, could you talk about, like, what happened after he died? And why it happened, and how could he go to hell if he was perfect? But they say he went down and, I don't know, confronted the devil, or how did he, you know, clear our name for us forever? (laughs) Yeah, so um, there's some people that would say that he did go down to uh, the lower regions based on what it says in Ephesians, and so... Uh, they would interpret the lower regions to be hell. There are others that don't agree with that, but let me read what it says in uh, Ephesians chapter 4. It says, but to each uh, to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions. He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. When I come back from my break, Linda, I want you to listen on the air and let me try to break that down the best way I can very quickly. I'll be right back. And I'm feeling lonely This world got a way of showing me Showing me Some days it'll lift you up Some days it'll call you bluff Man, most of my days I ain't got enough Hey you, yes, you Are you wondering, what are you going to do With those unwanted items you no longer treasure No longer fit, no longer need 
Or do you own a small business, food truck, or a vendor and would like to promote your business's goods or services to expand your clientele? Then I have the answer. Please join Retemple Christian Academy's PTSA for our spring celebration community yard sale and flea market on Saturday, April 27th. It is free and everyone should attend. Simply register at eventbrite.com and search under RTCA. Again, go to eventbrite.com, search under RTCA to find out more details and register today for the event on April 27th. Space is limited and we look forward to seeing you there. Join Reed Temple Christian Academy for their spring celebration, April 27th from 8 until 2. Go to eventbrite.com and search RTCA. Hey, this is Mark Livingstone with Cornerstone First Financial, and I need to tell you that we've just seen the largest single drop in mortgage interest rates in over a decade, allowing nearly 5 million homeowners to now save money on their mortgage. In fact, mortgage refinance applications have reached their highest level in three years as interest rates have plunged in the aftermath of the recent Fed meeting. What does this mean to you? With the average rate on the 30-year fixed now close to 4%, 4.9 million borrowers could likely qualify for a refinance and reduce their interest rate by at least three-quarters of a percentage point. At Cornerstone First, we guarantee to meet or beat any competitor on this very station or we'll pay your mortgage for an entire year. Some restrictions apply. Our number is 202-625-1221. That's 202-625-1221. And our website is cornerstonefirst.com. NMLS ID 132652consumeraccess.org. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I- I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye with an absolutely free consultation. Text START to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use advanced FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK for as low as $220 per eye. Text START to 350-350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's S-T-A-R-T to 350-350. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. And so before the break, I was asked the question about what it means for, uh, you know, Jesus to go to hell. Did he actually go to hell or not? That was Linda's question. And Linda, I want you to just listen on the air here. But let me, uh, as I bring the show to a close, just say where it says in Ephesians 4 that he descended and he let the captives 
uh, led the captives out. It says, when he ascended on high, he led the captives in his train and gave gifts to men. That is a picture of winning a war. Whenever a king would win a war over another uh, country or territory, they would then take what they called booty, or they would take what they called spoils of the war, and then they would have a parade. And in the train of their parade would be all the spoils of war from uh, what they took. And then what they would do is they would throw gifts from the parade out to uh, the people uh, in you know that are at the parade saying our king won and they would throw out the gifts and the spoils and so what pictures happening here is when Jesus rose again from the dead he then had all the Old Testament saints that were in Hades, not the hell of the future, that's the burning hell, but the Hades of the waiting place that all the old saints are in. He took every one of them, and in his train, he had all those that were held captive by uh, the holding place in Hades and took them with him after the resurrection into uh, glory, and then the gifts of grace were being thrown out to those of us who are still here, and this is why we have the grace gifts that are mentioned in Ephesians chap- chapter 4, and it then talks about the grace gifts that are given, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the preachers, the teachers. In other words, hell was beaten, and the enemy was beaten by the resurrection, and so now this is a picture of a parade of King Jesus winning, taking all those that have been caught up uh, by uh, the physical death, and now in the train of his glory, he is now going into heaven while he's throwing gifts to us. There's a picture right there. Now, some don't believe that. They don't believe that he actually went to hell. And I wouldn't call it hell. I'd call it Hades, the holding place. And he went, and every Old Testament believer now goes with him up into glory, and they're with him uh, to this day. And then he's going to come back again, bringing all of them with him. And then catch us up in the air uh, with him and them and all the angels. And at that point, we are going to go into an eternal state after he establishes a bunch of other eschatological ending time uh, events that are listed in Scripture, which many uh, people uh, disagree over. But that's another show. That's a theological Thursday for sure. Hey, listen, let me uh, tell you that if uh, you have a church to go to this weekend, please go. Take your gifts, your tithes, take your heart to worship and, and your mind to learn God's word. If you don't have a place to go, come on and hang out with me. I'm in Columbia, Maryland. I'm in Owensville, Maryland. Just go to bridgeway.cc for the times. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this week. I thank you for every one of my listeners. And I thank you for the excellent opportunity we have to connect like this every single day. Uh, might you continue to get the glory out of this show and out of every person under the sound of my voice. For it is in your name we pray. Together, everyone said, Amen. And amen. Father, help your children. And don't let them fall by the side of the road. And teach them. Amen.